0: The Bears didn't fuck up the draft. The Raiders went full Raiders. And Aaron Rodgers hates his family. And the Packers. Episode 2 of the I Heart Football Podcast with Dominic Houghton. Let's go! I'm still trying to learn GarageBand. So I got have music for you guys. I'm making a cool intro song. But let's go. Alright, welcome back to the second episode of the I Heart Football Podcast with Dominic Houghton. I really appreciate the positive feedback I've gotten from you guys. I, I love it. I love each and every one of you who are listening. Thank you. People are giving me notes. I will try not to burp, but I can't help it when I'm drinking an ice-cold, refreshing Coors Light. Ah, tastes like the Rocky Mountains. This podcast is powered by Coors Light. They are not proud sponsors of this podcast at all. But yeah, but the people who've told me not try not to burp and slow down talking so much, I'm not going to let this success go to my head. You know, I'm a burping, fast-talking, cussing kind of guy. And Dad, I'm sorry. I'm not going to stop cussing podcast for adults if there is any children listening please show your dad this podcast maybe they'll like it maybe we can be friends let me know I do think I'm going to change the name of the podcast though I'm not really feeling I love football I, I mean I love it but I'm not really feeling it like it was kind of just a kind of just a placeholder for a little bit until I figure out something better I had an original name for the podcast it was a little more like okay so playing I played offensive football whenever I played football I was always on offense and I loved it and I really developed a loving for the spread offense. You know, I want to throw the ball around. I want to do all that kind of stuff. Whew. That was a burp. That was off mic, though. I want to quote. I want to. I want the record to acknowledge that burp was off mic. That one was not. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. So okay. So I love the off- offense, the spread offense, and I think I want to change the name to the Spread It Out podcast with Don Counten. I'll wait for applause. Thank you. I know. You're all stunned. Um, yeah, I think I'm I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna change it. I'm probably gonna change it. This might be the last episode of the iHeartFootball podcast. And not because of what the haters said. I'd made a second episode. Fuck you guys. Proof that I can do it. Um, oh yeah, the drafts. The draft was this weekend, and it was kinda nuts. Um, I'm not gonna get into every pick because I'm not that smart and I don't have that much free time. Um uh, like most of the time when it comes to the draft, the most stuff I know is what smarter people tell me and my draft guy, his name's Travis, he lives in Florida, he, he tells me a lot of stuff, but he's kind of a, he's a Pats fan and kind of has a huge man crush on Max Jones right now, so I'm kind of downing his ability. And I'm not going to get into every pick here just because that's not cool, I mean, it is cool, but I'm not that smart. And here, at uh, the I uh, Football Podcast, we talk about the sexy picks. Picks are going to make a difference. It's gonna be on your fantasy team and affect your fantasy team. Like I'm not gonna go fuck if the fucking Browns take a long snapper in the sixth round. I don't care. Um, I don't like mocks. I don't really have time for mocks. i have never had time for mocks, and I probably won't do one outside of the first round. Maybe for next year. Wouldn't it be cool? Okay, wait, wait. Okay, so with these mock drafts, wouldn't it be awesome? Okay, so they have like the March Madness bracket, and like you get all this money if you win if you guess every bracket right, right, or if you guess you have a perfect bracket. What if you have a perfect mock draft, you get nothing for that. I think the NFL should start doing things, especially like FanDuel or DraftKings. If you're listening, guys, and I'm big fans, um, they should do like a perfect like mock draft. If you can get a perfect first round pick, they should give you a million dollars. That's just my idea. But anyways, let's talk, about, let's talk about how every team draft. Just a disclaimer. I will put out some names wrong, but I'm trying my fucking best, okay? I really am. <sighs> Rocky Mountain cold. Arizona. Okay, uh, the Cardinals, they drafted Xavion Collins out of Tulsa at 16. 16 overall to pair with Isaiah Simmons. I think that's really going to help bolster the defense. It's going to be nice to have a, a solid middle core for Arizona. They also drafted Rondell Moore to pair with uh, the aging Larry Fitzgerald, A.J. Green, and um, DeAndre Hopkins, and An Isabella. So Rondell Moore is going to be luckily playing fourth right No. And they have Christian Kirk. Holy shit, I forgot about Christian Kirk. They have Rondell Moore. They dress-drafted Rondell Moore. And they have Andy Isabella. Larry Fitzgerald might be the bottom of this depth chart. And he's an all-time great wide receiver. Uh, I kind of appreciate him ring-chasing. appreciate him he stayed with the Cardinals this whole time. But, come on, dude. After a while. They also drafted Marco Wilson in, at corner in the third round, I think. I don't have my sheet in front of me. Hold on. Let me pull up my sheet. Um, that's not the team I want. I want Cardinals. So they drafted, yeah, they drafted Marco Wilson in the fourth round out of Florida and a few other defensive defensive pieces to help them along. I mean, they're going to be very good next year. I think they're going to be one of the top teams in the NFC. I think their only detriment to them is the division they play in. They play in the dreaded NFC West with, with the Rams that got better, the Niners got better, and the Seahawks. I think the Seahawks took a step back, and that's saying something because they were, I think they were the th- second-place team that year. Yeah, they were. They won the division. Rams were, or Rams were second. Cardinals were third. Niners were in fourth. I think they're going to be... I think the Cardinals are going to be so good next year. I think Kyler's going to be a MVP sleeper candidate. For anybody betting, I would bet some money on Kyler being the MVP. Um, Atlanta, they drafted Kyle Pitts at four. Congratulations, Atlanta. You didn't fuck it up. Um, He's going to be a slam dunk player in this league. I think he's going to be one of the top ten. He's definitely one of the top ten most talented people or players in this draft class. Um, especially with that offense, it's gonna be so deadly with uh, Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, whoever they have at running back. Because I was informed that on the last episode I made a mistake, Todd Gurley is not on their team anymore. I don't know what team he's on. I don't really I don't care. I kind of washed up him and his broke ass knees. Um, but they, uh, yeah, with Matt. At this point, it's gonna be it's this at this point in the in the game. If the Falcons do not succeed, they are going to. It's Matt Ryan's fault. They have a new regime. They finally got rid of. Mike Smith, I think his name was. Yeah, they got middle Mike Smith. They have a new coach. I don't know his name. top on my head. I should. They um they drafted Richie Grant in the second round at safety from UCF, and then they drafted Jalen Mayfield, one of the uh, better tackles in this draft out of Michigan. He fell to all the way to them in the third round, which I think is a great pickup, honestly. Um. Yeah, they drafted Cal Pitts at four, which is what they were supposed to do. I'm glad they didn't jump and get a quarterback out of that. Um. Because that could have been bad for Matt Ryan. I think Matt Ryan's not bad. He's serviceable. I think he's a top-15 quarterback in this league. But I think there's no reason to give up on him just yet. Yeah. All right, the Ravens. The Ravens drafted a wide receiver. Thank God. Lamar Jackson is so happy. Wherever you're at, Lamar, I'm happy for you, buddy. They drafted Rashad Bateman out of Minnesota in the first round, I think, at twenty nine. To be a solid receiver, pairing with Hollywood Brown will be scary. Hopefully, they throw the ball more than run this time. I think if you run, move, uh, put Rashad on the outside, well, pairing him with Sammy Watkins and putting Hollywood Brown in the slot, so it's going to be very dangerous. Especially, I think they have Mark Ingram's – no, Mark Ingram's on the Texans. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what they do this year. I know they signed uh, – um, I forget who they signed at running back. I forget. But anyways, they're going to be scary. They're going to be very – like little, this is one of Lamar's – like, this is going to be the biggest test of his career because he was the MVP a few years ago. He was on the batting cover, and then last year he took a, took a sizable step back. And this year is going to be the one like, hey, can you do this or were you just a flash in the pan? They also drafted uh, Odafe Uwe, Ed Rusher out of Penn State. Um, with, the, with the Chiefs pick that they received in the Atlanta Brown trade, they got Oduwe, who or Uwe, Odafe Uwe, who is going to be a nice Ed Rusher yeah, he's gonna be help replace the gap filled by Matthew Judon. I think he's gonna bless our mesh, not bless. blend and mesh together. Bless. Bless. Um, he ho- he will help uh, blend in that defense and make them really solid after the filling the hole Matthew Judon left. I think I just said that. They drafted uh Ben Ben Cleveland to fill the void left by Orlando Brown. Orlando, Orlando Brown trade. He's he is a I think he's a hold on I got fucking. I should be there. He is a... Shit, 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 Oh, he is a guard out of Georgia, Ben Cleveland. Yeah. He's going to be a nice pick. Also, they drafted uh, Brandon Stevens, a cornerback out of Southern Macedus, in the third round as well. The Browns... No, oh, not the Browns. The Ravens are looking really nice. I think the Ravens are going to be... They're going to be... I think they should be a wild card team this year. I don't think they're seeing the win division. I will get more to who I think is going the win each and every division later on in the show. Or not this show. A different show. Another episode, you know, because I'm gonna put out one out every week until the season. It's Carolina. It Carolina is officially the Sam Donald show. They picked up his fifth year option. They didn't draft a QB at A, like a lot of people thought they would. They drafted they did draft JC Horn, corner out of South Carolina, who's one of the better corners in this draft, I thought. He was better than Patrick Sartan and my little to you no know, research on the subject. They also drafted Terrence Marshall, uh, a wide receiver out of LSU, who, my draft guy Travis, was screaming for the Pats to trade up and pick. But, um, or since he says that, I mean, I think he's good. They also dropped a tight end Tommy Tremble out of Notre Dame. And the Irish have a good history of producing solid tight ends. The Irish also have a good history of producing drunks. So hopefully Tommy Tremble becomes a good tight end and not a drunk. Um, pairing with him, Sam Darnold will hopefully show that Sam Darnold is not the best, that he's kind of written out by most of the league to be. I thought he wasn't going to be the best quarterback coming out of that class. Anyways, called it. Um, But I think he's going to be fine. I think if this surprise start in Carolina and getting the stank of Adam Gase off of him will help him a lot. Uh, The Bears drafted Justin Fields. Uh, Holy shit. (laughs) That was the worst Chicago accent. My mom's from Chicago. My family is rolling over in their graves because I disrespected the city. But I was not expecting the Bears to do this. They did something right. He's probably already the best QB the Bears have ever drafted. Sorry, Andy Dalton. He'll be the starter by week four. He's a really good pickup. And I think the Bears should be excited as hell to have the face of the franchise. Um, I had him on the second as the second best QB in the draft off of my little research. Most of that is watching highlight tapes and watching Zach Wilson throw that one ball at his pro day. And I was like, damn, that's a good ball. You do have to two more linemen with their next two re- with their next two picks to help protect Justin. But Chicago has definitely put themselves in contention for an NFC North title. As long, especially because now they have Aaron Rodgers on the side of all both hating the Packers. Also, fun fact. Uh, Khalil Herbert, six-round pick out of VTech. He's a running back. He has six toes. So, it'll be interesting to see if he's willing to cut off one of his toes to win the Super Bowl. Considering Mike Vrabel, head coach of the Titans, said he'll cut off his dick. So, Khalil, balls in your court. Or... Ball is in your toe? Toe is in your court? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe he'll be so good that Nike will give him a deal. And it'll be a shoe deal. And every shoe will have a little extra spot for that little six toe. We'll call him the, um, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not a shoe guy. I like Vans. Vans are just so comfortable. It's so nice. I'm, I live in Southern California. What? I'm not a Jordan guy. Yeah. Vans are the shit. Cincinnati. They drafted Jamar Chase, wide receiver at LSU, at five. They reunited him with Jer- Joe Burrow. And then they actually drafted somebody Joe Burrow wanted, who had Jackson Carmen at guard from Clemson. So, just up those two. Nice job, Cincinnati. You didn't fuck it up. They also drafted a few D linemen. And having you guys there never hurts. Moving on. All right. The Browns. The Browns had probably the two of the best picks in the first two rounds. Whew. That was a nice burp. That was off camera, though. I'm sorry, guys, <laughs> or off mic. I think that was off mic. I don't know. I'll find out. Uh, Greg Newsom, cornerback out of Northwestern at 26. Um, good. He's a really good player. He fell to them in late in that round and surprised a lot of people by staying on the board that long. They also said Jeremiah owusu Koromoa. I hope I said that right. I probably didn't. Uh, they. Oh, I just realized something. Jeremiah Jeremiah Awusu. Owusu Kormo out of the linebacker out of Notre Dame. Adding those guys to their stacked defense already. Oh, Look out. I think the Browns have a chance to make a deep playoff run and give people run for their money this year. I think, oh, the Browns are so close. They're probably the best team in the AFC North. I really don't think anything else. I would argue highly with anybody. I realized, doing this, I forgot to put the Bills. So, we're going to go Bills, draft recap, off the top, freestyle. I don't need a beat. I'll go acapella. They dropped it. Greg Russo. Out of Miami, who's nice pickup. He fell all the way to number 30, which surprised a lot of people. The all drafted. <laughs> his name is Boogie Basam or Bassam, uh, defensive end out of Wake Forest. I think the, the them addressing their edge rushers is really key, especially for that Buffalo team, who's going to be very good this year. Very scary. They are. They think they're going to be a top three seed in this AFC conference coming up. That was the Buffalo's pick straight off the dome. No script required. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, next, moving on. We're going to talk talk about Dallas. Uh, Dallas went all in on defense, drafting Micah Parsons, linebacker out of Penn State at 12. And they drafted Kelvin Joseph, cornerback out of Kentucky in round two. In fact, their first six draft p- picks in this draft were all defense. I think the Cowboys are a bubble team. Luckily, they play in the NFC East, the worst division of football. But also, it's the one division the NFL keeps forcing on our fucking throats every year. It's just part of like the East Coast bias in sports that I fucking hate. It's kind of why I started this podcast because I wanted to start a cool podcast that talks about all of football, not just the East Coast. I had my old favorite podcast. I'm not gonna call it out by name, even though I know he's not listening. Um, it decided to end last season and it picked up again this or ended in twenty nineteen and it picked up again in twenty twenty, and they um, they switched from talking about all of the NFLs; so to are just talking about the northeastern uh, upper northeast sports. Yeah, the northeastern corner of the country when it comes to sports. When they they talked about like the Knicks, the Yankees, and like the Steelers, and the Eagles. And I don't give a fuck about those teams. i than in California. I'm on the other side of the fucking country. Why would I give a shit about those teams? Yeah. Where was I? Ah. Another sip of Coors Light. Oh, yeah, the Cowboys. I hate the Cowboys. I kind of want to do an episode... Off where I rank every NFL team of just how much I like them. Like, it's arbitrarily, it's all my opinion. Maybe this offseason. Or since I'll still be putting episodes out, like when there's no football, I might even do it this preseason. Or, I fucking might do an episode. Who gives a shit? It's my podcast. I make the rules. Denver. They passed on Justin Field to draft Patrick Sertan out of Bama at nine. So, I think, t- I think they teased that they would get Aaron Rodgers, but nothing new has happened there. We'll talk more about that shit show when we get there. But if the Broncos get Rodgers, whew, Jesus Christ! Oh, I will have to see my heart cardiologist before and after the season, just for comparison of my heart levels, because I could not handle the stress of playing those two quarterbacks, of playing both Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Brown twice a year as a Chargers fan. They also drafted uh, running back Javante Williams out of USC, who will be nice. He'll be a nice, and he's a nice addition to help pick up more of Melvin Gordon's fumbles. But someone who is, is to have had is to have had a sustainable drive for Melvin Gordon to fumble, and the Broncos don't have someone to, to get a sustainable drive out of, so they pass because they pass on Justin Fields. Maybe they only sent Teddy so they don't have to play that wide receiver quarterback. Which, if any need, team needs me to play quarterback this year, just tweet me at Love Football Pod or at Dom's Not Funny. But uh, back. <laughs> All jokes aside, they passed the Justin Fields, even though they really need a quarterback, but they might get Aaron Rodgers, and if they can't get Aaron Rodgers, I don't know what I'm going to do. I might cry, and I might cry live on the podcast, just thinking about playing him twice a year. Uh, uh, Detroit. Detroit drafted Pene Sewell, tackle out of Oregon at 7, who is who I wanted the Chargers to trade up and draft, but when Detroit's head coach, Dan Campbell, found out Pene Sewell is a wild motherfucker, he knew he had to draft him. Dan Campbell the type of guy who was on my football team in high school and made me realize I don't like football as much as that guy. <laughs> I love football. But he's obsessed with football, which is cool. But, like, he should find a hobby. Uh, the other new inviters they drafted were uh, Levi – hold on, I don't want to fuck this name. I'm going to fuck this name. up so fucking bad. They drafted – what's his name? Levi Onwuz the defensive tackle out of Washington. They also drafted, drafted – Aleem, McNe- Aleem McNeil, defensive tackle, North Carolina. They drafted a bunch of hard motherfuckers over there. And I really hope all this stuff pays off. Um, they drafted... Well, they also drafted Amon Ross St. Brown out of USC, who should be a solid number two receiver, receiver behind Kenny Galladay. Wait, no, they don't have a Kenny Galladay. I'm stupid. They got rid of him. Never mind. Now I just feel bad for your Goff. But uh, all those guys are... Part of the real-life hate movie that is Detroit Lions, De- Eminem is def- definitely Matthew, Matthew Stafford. And with that final scene of him walking away from all his friends and hopefully to- away from a shitty life, that's him getting traded to the Rams. And I can say his life is shitty, right? I can say his life is shitty. If, if you watch that movie and want Eminem's life, you're the problem. Nobody wants to be Eminem in the 8 Mile. Eminem look, looks hard. Has a beat of a guy that's banging his mom. And his, his uh, sister cries. That's really cute. Then he gets jumped. Anyways, I wish i watch 8 Mile again. The best part of 8 Mile is the rap battles. I, uh, it's an okay movie. I've kind of taken back my stance on it. I just love that movie. Now I watch it. I'm like, nothing really happens until the end. Anyway, he does really good rap battles. The Packers. Jesus fuck, what a soap opera this place is. So, A-Rod wants to retire or get traded. Or host Jeopardy. He doesn't want to be there. And I get it. They... It, it, They don't draft a wide receiver until the third round, which could have been the biggest need besides the O-line. They did draft three O-linemen, including Josh Myers out of the Ohio State. But if you watched the NFC Championship game, you saw Eric King get burnt by that little white boy, Scotty Miller. So maybe corner wasn't the worst pick, but I would have done something different. I would have done whatever I could to make Aaron Rodgers happy. I let Aaron Rodgers do terrible things to me to make me happy. Yes, Aaron. Whatever you want. I'll do it. I think that uh, let's see who else did the draft. Who else did the Packers draft? Who else did the Packers draft? We drafted Amari Rodgers out of a, a wide receiver with Clemson, who was that third round receiver I talked about. But yeah, I think, uh, dude, they they might fuck this up. Honestly, they could have kept him happy by drafting Jordan or trading Jordan Love to a team in the first round and get a talented wide receiver. But no, uh, they're just. I honestly don't know what's gonna happen. It reports is that he's gonna retire if he's not traded, and I think that's crazy. He's literally like one of the best quarterbacks in the league still, he might retire just based off a total fuckery of the Packers. Speaking of fuckeries, the Texans. The Texans had no first or second round picks this year because of the, either the Laramie Tunzel trade or trading away DeAndre Hopkins. I don't fucking know. I'm surprised they didn't have a first or a second round. You figured you trade away one of the best receivers in the in the play, best. Receivers in league, but it's players in the league, and you lose draft picks, that's retarded. I can't say that. But due to my lack of editing abilities, it's staying in. Alright. Uh, where was I? Oh, yeah. So the Texas lost draft picks, but they did draft Davis Mills out of a Q- uh quarterback out of Stanford with their first pick or their, their third round pick. That was their first pick in the draft. Uh, it's interesting, especially because reporters are saying now that Deshaun might not play this year. It's going to be very interesting to see what happens over there. And it's going to be interesting to see who the Texans draft next year with their first overall pick in the draft. The Colts. The Colts drafted Quiddy Pay out of Michigan. One of the better steals at this draft, I say. Um, and there are people who also say this who went to school to do this. They went to analyze football. They, went, they say this. They're saying Quiddy Pay. That's them. Um, yeah they drafted Pay out of Michigan one of the biggest steals of this draft they also drafted Dayu Obeyingbo defensive end from Vanderbilt in the second round that's kind of it Uh, they they did draft Sam Ellinger from Texas which will be interesting let's see if he makes Carson Wentz nervous or not you know because Carson Wentz anytime you get a comparable backup and there he shits his pants Uh, the Jags the Jags drafted Trevor Lawrence first overall Officially not fucking it up, unless he sucks, which he could. He could go down. I think if he sucks and he's a bust, he's gonna go down as the biggest bust in NFL history. Um, hopefully, he'll be the savior. He'll be the franchise savior and break the trend. College coach- coaches have of not succeeding, and save the pitruler or the shitty, or shitty for lack of a better term, franchise that the Jacksonville Jaguars have been since their inception. Um, I hope he's. I mean, I hope he's good. Not saying he won't be. He, he now he's just gotta live up to the hype. He also drafted Travis Etney or Intini. Uh I don't fucking know, drafted uh, his college running back, Travis... Hold on, I got his name. I can't his name. Don't look at me. atene Travis Etni, running back out of Clemson. Uh, first round, and, and also with their second first round pick. Um, they're pairing with Trevor, who they both went to Clemson. A lot of teams did this this year. I don't know why. I mean, it's cool, but it's cool that you guys went to college together, but kind of who gives a shit. The rest of the NFL works without... Pairing college teammates up together, but a few teams, a lot of, a few teams this year decided they had to do it. Uh, the Chiefs, the Chiefs, the, the Chiefs. They traded their first round pick for Orlando Brown, Jr. So, good job. <laughs> they also drafted Nick Bolton, linebacker from Mizzou, and they drafted uh, Center Creed Humphrey from Oklahoma. So the Chiefs did what Patrick Mahomes wanted, and helped pick up old, or uh, did the <laughs> The Chiefs did what Patrick Mahomes wanted them to do. Unlike the Packers helping Aaron Rodgers, the Chiefs actually give a shit about Patrick Mahomes' well being and his happiness with his team. Um, I think the Chiefs are. I think the Chiefs are bound to not be as good, and I really hope they're not this year. But anyways, let's talk about my favorite team, the Chargers. All right, I'll tell you guys, uh, it's really nice to have a team that you knew had a good draft. The Chargers have made themselves easily an emerging AFC giant. They drafted Rashawn Slater. Uh, At thirteenth uh, the tackle out of Northwestern. There were rumors he was they were gonna trade up for they get Penny Stool, but they stayed and got a great talent. They didn't budge. Which what you should do with Dogecoin, Dogecoin, the cryptocurrency that makes you wish you were into crypto, Dogecoin. The Chargers also drafted the Salty Sandler Jr. to fill the void that Casey Hayward left. He'll death go down as one of the uh, biggest deals of this draft, and and as long as. Durham can stay healthy. Pairing him with Asante is one of the college teammates pairing-ups, I can get behind because I have Stockholm Syndrome. I'm, And the Chargers have abused me too much for me to realize that I don't. That I need better. I'm so fucking excited for the season, guys. I'm so excited. Chargers going to be dangerous. But the Chargers are the Chargers. So my enthusiasm is curbed. Fuck you, Spanos. The Rams. The Rams gave up their first... Pick to get Matthew Stafford or Jalen Ramsey. I don't know. They never have first picks. First round picks. I think it's like a Todd uh, not Todd McVay. A Sean McVay thing is to just get rid of your first round pick. Okay. Draft a veteran. We'll do better anyways. And now, see, he's not wrong because the Rams are pretty good. They also took 2 uh, 2 Atwell, uh, wide receiver of Louisville, in the second round. So another piece for Stafford. They also got Eric, uh, Ernest Jones, linebacker out of South Carolina. Another piece for that defense. It's uh, already st- Act. I really think Matthew Stafford could be win the MVP this year. I really do. I think if you're betting, I would if I get into betting, I might put money on him winning the MVP. I think it's a good nice I don't know what the over is. I don't know why that shit means. I would do a betting podcast, but I have no idea how betting works. So here's his podcast. Suck it up. If you want my pains on betting, text me. I'll give you my number. I don't give a shit. Alright, the Raiders. They drafted a the third round pick at 17. Ah uh, Jesus Christ, John Gordon. John Gruden does not know what he's doing. Too much Corona's, John, or maybe just taking a draft life from someone over the Gruden fucking hotline. Or Frank Caliendo? Caliendo? Caliendo, Caliendo has taken over for John Gruden. <laughs> the joke was lost in the mispronunciation. I know, I know. People are saying like like Dominic, Alex Leatherwood is still a pretty good draft pick. He was like, he was like, if he was a top player on the board, who gives a shit? I give a shit. He shouldn't be the top player on the board when there's so much more talent on the board. Christian D'Arosal was still there. One of the best tackles in the class. Raiders fans, what's going through your mind? Do you think the roster is going to be competitive? Or should they just move on from Derek Carr? Which they might do next year because this is going to be probably last year in Oakland. Not Oakland fucking Vegas. I'm upset for you guys. Shit, dude. If the Chargers were doing this, I'd be pissed. But they're not. So I'm going to laugh. Ha, ha, ha. Sorry, guys. Sorry, Raiders, Sorry, Raiders fans. not fuck you guys. Whatever. You guys always talk shit. The Dolphins had a great draft, and you and they're actually using all those picks they got. They got, they got Jaden Waddle wide receiver out of Bama, another college pairing, and they also got Jalen Phillips edge out of Miami to shore up the D. They'll be scary this year and for years to come. I think it's so smart for them not to have guy quarterback at. Um, what did they draft that? They drafted that. I think they drafted. I don't know what they dropped that. Let me see. Yeah, they, I, there was rumors that they might go get a quarterback to, to help Tua. But I think just doing that would have just threw Tua off even more off his game. But Tua seems like the guy who can't compete with other people in the room. Uh, they got him at 6. They got Jalen Waddell at 6. That's not a bad pick. They got Jalen Waddle at, at 6. They got Jalen Phillips at uh, number 18. They got a, a safety, Jav- Javon Holland, at, in round 2. And they got uh, Liam Eichenberg, a tackle, at in the second round. Dude, they're stacking up that team. Dolphins are going to be really good this year. Um, I'm very happy that they didn't move on to it and they didn't go risk it to go get the biscuit to get someone like Deshaun, especially now in hindsight. I think them drafting uh, them drafting the pieces necessary or help proving that Brian Flores is probably one of the better coaches in the NFL and definitely the best coach out of the Belichick tree, considering most of the coaches off that tree fucking suck. <laughs> uh, the Vikings. The Vikings got Christian Derosol at 27. Tackle out of Virginia. Easily, easily one of the best, probably the best deal of the draft. In the first round, not named Justin Fields. will help pro- pro- prove how average Kirk Cousin is. I've been saying this for years, and the first clue was him saying, the fir- uh, he's been average for years, and I've been saying that. And his first clue to that was saying, <laughs> his first clue, him showing how average, is, average he average he is, and saying, you like that. That's what an average man says. The average people like. Aaron Rodgers has been like, you love that. And I've been like, yes, I do, daddy. Yes, I do. I think he's average. But drafting Kellen Maude at, at a quarterback at a Texas A&M will be interesting to see if how he does this preseason. If there is a preseason. Is there a preseason? Let's Google it. Let's go to the Goog. Preseason. Can I spell preseason? No. Press Preseason. NFL. 21. 2021. 2021. Ah, it does say there's a preseason twenty twenty one. Cool. So, breaking news: there will be preseason this year. Um, yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see if Kellen Mond is uh, the second quarterback on the depth chart. I kind of think it'd be nice to throw him out there, give him some gadget plays because you know he's more mobile than Kirk Cousins is. Because I think my dad's more mobile than Kirk Cousins is. The Pats, the New England Patriots, they drafted Mac Fraternity Vice President President Jones at fifteen. It's kind of a nice piece. He's a nice, piece. Well, He's he's a nice. piece. not bad. If you're in the frat boys, not a good looking. Bo- he's a good looking boy. Uh, best case scenario, he beats Cam Newton now, and the pass realize can't. After pat, after the pass realize Cam can't throw 15 yards, and he's a solid, solid franchise quarterback without having to trade up to go get him, like they would have if they wanted Fields or Lance. And um, or uh, worst case scenario, um, what's it called? <laughs> Worst case scenario, Cam will hate Mac Jones and beat that white boy's ass and return to the MVP porn. I really do like Cam, but I think this is his last chance to be a star in this league. And them drafting a QB as high as they did uh, is proof is proof that they kind of think so too. Cam, you got to pull it out of your ass. Mac Jones has the opportunity to be the, one of the better quarterbacks coming out of this draft just because him, like him and Trey Lance are the only ones going to good situations. Because trust me, nobody wanted to play on the Jaguars team last year, on that Jets team last year. Or on that uh, Bears team last year, so all kind of poorly run franchises at this point, and I think that Trey Lance and Matt Jones are in the best, uh, best cases scenario for a quarterback coming out of the draft. The Giants drafted wide receiver in the first round for some reason, which is not a bad pick, and I mean there were but there was other needs, they, other team needs they needed like defense. But hey, another piece to try and save Daniel Jones' career from being the bus lit, from getting the bus label, is a good move. But Daniel Jones has to prove it, has to prove it this year before he gets that bus label bestowed on him. Get it? Bust. Bestowed. <laughs> Alright, now we have the goddamn Jets. They use their first four picks on offense, which is really smart, especially because they have a defensive lead coach, Robert uh, Salah. No, Robert Salah? Salah. Salah? Salah. Sala. I think it's Salah. Um, Robert Salah, showing them that he knows how important an offense is. He's not just one of those defensive coaches like, nope, I'm only going to draft defense and fuck offense. The, they drafted Drac- Zach Wilson at two, who interestingly enough, Met black people for the first time in the draft and it was really funny. <laughs> he looked so goddamn scared. <laughs> it was hilarious, and I and like it makes me just want to see his music he listens to before to get hyped to go play games because it's probably trash. He's definitely gonna move up to the Upper East Side and be the worst type of white person in New York. But after drafting Elijah Bear Tucker guard at a USC and Elijah Moore wide receiver at an Ole Miss, those are some nice pieces of offense. The Jets might have a not bad offense this year, but they're still the Jets. So hold your breath. The Eagles. I love the Devontae Smith pick. He's a fucking baller. I'm excited to see the repairing of college teammates, giving Jalen Hurts a dynamic playmaker. It's awesome because, like I said, if they picked that QB at six, that would be the dumbest hit thing in the world. It would have ruined Jalen's confidence. But they did good. With this pick, and picked up. They also picked up uh, Landon Dickerson, center from Bama, and have a great mentor from the, in the aging Jason Kelsey. The Eagles might be fun. This might be fun to watch this year. Granted, they're in the NFC East, so they automatically suck a little bit, and we will watch them a lot because they're again they're in the NFC East. The Steelers did not want to improve their team by drafting an old lineman. Instead, drafted Najee Harris, running back out of Bama at twenty fourth. Not a bad pick, but they should have gotten someone to protect old fat fuck Big Ben and make their run game better. But but they picked up a guard in the third round, but that's not enough for an instant success like they're looking for at this point in Big Ben's career. He's kind of like he's at the end of his career, and you can tell he's not the same. He they I think drafting an offensive lineman would have been the smart move, but hey, I don't get paid to make those decisions, but we'll see. Najee Harris will probably go for like a 1,000 yards next year. Then everyone will be proven wrong. <laughs> yeah, Najee Harris is going to be fine. I think it's just if they want to succeed this year, like it looks like this is Ben's last ride, and it really should be, they should have went a line. But I'm not smart. Uh, uh, I didn't go to school to make these decisions. Someone else did. Niners. I love Trey Lance. I love him. He's the best quarterback. I think he was – he's the best quarterback to sit for half a season. Oh, okay. I know Sorry, I'm reading my notes. I'm like, what the fuck did I write? I think he's the best quarterback to have sit behind a half season or even a full season. Such a smart pick. Like, thank God did not pick Mac Jones. And when I mean by sit for half season or even the full season, I mean like sit behind uh, Jimmy Garoppolo and learn and really grasp it Because Jimmy Garoppolo took him to the Super Bowl a few years ago. So obviously they're really good. And I think Trey Lance is lucky because he got sent to a good team. Can you imagine Trey Lance, someone who played in a smaller division? a smaller division ball and didn't play last year when the Jets he would've been fucked ugh and like people who who give a sh- who are like oh Mac Jones would've been the smarter pick because you played at Bama shut up shut up like he like doesn't who'd he give a shit if he played in, uh, uh, Lance, Trey Lance played at North Dakota State Mac Jones had a fucking stacked team around him and that's why he looked better so I'll give me give me the kid who played and double maybe give me the kid that took a chance on himself and fuck all that shit the kid can fucking ball I love Trey Lance. <laughs> uh, the Niners did get screwed though, because they're in the best division of football right now, so they'll have to go uh, have to go up against um, uh, the, ni- the not the Niners, they are the other Niners. They'll have to go up against the Rams, the Cardinals, and the Seahawks. But they have a young team and a very bright pu- bright future ahead of them. Even though they were in the Super Bowl two years ago, I can't believe I have to say they have a bright future ahead of them when they were in just the Super Bowl two years ago. But they're gonna be really good, really good. Once if they can, if Troy Lance can get playing time this year, I think they're gonna be dangerous. The Seahawks. The Seahawks only had three fucking picks this year. Why? They were f- they're far from the playoffs, and we'll probably blow it all up next year. They drafted a wide receiver in the second round, but like, what the fuck? Seahawks have a lot of they have a lot of holes. Maybe they should have taken Chicago up on that offer for Russell, which will be interesting. This like this will be interesting for a year for Pete Carroll and Russell because it's probably their last together. Because like you can't be that far away from Super Bowl and be and get three picks and expect to be fine with it. That's just frustrating. All right. Oh, the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers are probably going to repeat. and They literally have no team news because they won the Super Bowl and returned to every fucking starter. Most interesting thing the Bucks did, they picked up Kyle Trask in the second round, who might be Brady's successor, or Brady will vow to destroy Kyle and win two more Super Bowls until Kyle is traded. And then Kyle will be pursued as a phony and Tom Brady still playing at the age of 50. The Bucks are doing really good this year and I kind of hate it. Oh, oh, yeah. The Titans. <laughs> the Titans. The Titans, they drafted Caleb Farley, which is a really good pick. He just has to get back to 100% if he does. And, wow, watch that. The Titans are going to be so, so close to Super superpower, especially being only two years removed from an AFC championship, especially because they're in the worst division of football. They should really win the division pretty easily. And just Caleb Farley coming back is going to be kind of important. Um, who else did they draft? They drafted other people. I wasn't paying attention. Okay, I'm trying to. I only watch, like, the first round religiously. Then the second round and third round, I just uh, – the rest of the draft, I just have on. I don't watch that shit. They drafted a, a tackle, Dylan Radu, Raduns out of North Dakota State. They drafted Monty Rice, linebacker Georgia, and Elijah Molden, uh, corner out of Washington. And Rice and Molden rolled in the third round. So they picked up some pieces on defense, so they'll look pretty good. Interesting to see what they do. All right. And finally, last but not least, the Washington football team. I don't know. I'm tired. they would be pretty good. Fuck it. They tried for some pieces on defense. Holy really draft. <laughs> I kind of have nose grip for these guys because, let's see, I looked at it earlier. It looked really boring. Sam Cosby out of Texas, not a bad pick. Um, Diane Brown out of North Carolina, not bad. Um, they're going to be fine. I'm rooting for Fitzmatic this year. Things going to be good. Though, I mean, I did hear they're in the deep. They're in the, deep. Um, they're in the um, sweepstakes for Aaron Rodgers, but we'll see what happens with that. Anyways, that is the draft recap. You didn't know you needed this whole time. I know you've been crying and begging for this draft recap, and you got it. All right. Now, since we're done with the main part of the episode, we're coming to the end of the episode which we're going to do my favorite segment. We're going to hit our caller line. All right, as you know, every episode I like to have callers call and give me their pains about football and about episodes previous. So let's go to our caller line. Caller, you're on the air with Dominic. Go. Caller? Hang up the phone. I said hang it up. Maybe next time. All right, maybe I'll fucking get a collar thing set up. I don't know what I'm doing. Anyways, that's the episode. <laughs> Episodes will probably come out Tuesday nights weekly uh, until the season starts. I don't know. I'm kind of really just going to base off when I have work right now. Um, they'll kind of come out. like I think I like Tuesdays. I think I want them to come out Tuesdays without football. And then during season, I want them to come out Tuesdays. Uh, we'll talk about the games that happen that week. And then I will have – Blah, blah blah, and then Friday I think I'll talk about the, uh, what happened on Thursday night football, and I'll give a preview for every game that's gonna happen that weekend. So yeah, two so from Rise of right now, to back to the games, the podcast will come out on Tuesday night. I know by the time I upload this is gonna be Wednesday morning, but Tuesday nights, or not, fuck it, I make the rules. It this is my fucking podcast. So this is gonna be the last episode of the I Heart Football Podcast, I Love Football podcasts because I'm most likely gonna change the name. But until then, I'll see you guys next week. Always remember, I'm Dominic Howden. I love football, and I love you. Damn it, I knocked over my fucking microphone. All right. Bye, guys. See you next week.